0: Get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: The next pitch will be the 30th for Gray. Here it comes. And that's hit sharply up the middle and into center field for a base hit. Beltron scores. Guriel around third coming home. Throw to the plate is cut
2: off. And it's a two run
1: single for Bregman to give the Astros a 5 0 lead.
2: Boy, these are body blows, Robert. All of these coming with two outs with the exception of Springer's home run. Felt like they were just about to get out of the inning when Correa hit into the double play. Not so fast. Double walk, double single in the Astros with a five spot in the first. And the A's are going to crank up their bullpen. Now,
3: another
1: Astros podcast. So Bregman at third. Borisnik is at second. And Altuve, the runner at first base. Pitch by Hendricks, and Correa lines this one in a right center field. Brugman racing over. He'll play that one on a hop. Scoring is Breckman. Marisnik around third. He'll score as well. Into third goes Altuve. Two-run single, Carlos Correa, and the Astros
2: increase their lead to 7-4. To what a great piece of heading from a young phenom. Carlos Correa going the other way, driving in a couple of huge runs for the Astros waiting and waiting and waiting for six innings to score. Finally get a big hit, and it came with two outs.
4: Welcome back, Robert Ford, joined by Astros manager A.J. Hench. Astros beating the A's yesterday and got five of your eight runs in the in the very first inning. Sonny Gray, obviously his numbers this year aren't what they normally are, but I don't think you ever expect to, to have a first inning against a guy like him, like, like you did last night.
3: No, that was a, a, a great inning for us, you know, mostly because you know George sets the tone, we hit the homer, and then uh, really, it looked like he in the double play ball with Correa. He looked like he was going to get out of it, you know, fairly unscathed other than the homer. And, and all of a sudden, a couple quality bats in a row, a couple big doubles, a couple two out base hits, and, and we have a five spot there. And it's we're a tough team to come back on in general. We're a tougher team when we get the lead like that. Uh, he settled in nicely and held us in check, but uh, the tack on runs at the end proved to be the difference. Yeah, the A's
4: got to within five to four. How big was that, that two-run single late by, by Carlos Correa with the bases loaded?
3: Yeah, it was huge. You know, I, I didn't want to use Davinsky. I didn't want to use Harris, uh, Feliz, and Gregerson, and and Giles. We're going uh, to all be available. Then we get the tack on run. I don't even have to use Giles, so... Uh, to keep our bullpen in check, get some guys in that needed to get uh, get some innings in and contribute in a close game. It was nice to nice to give them a nice cushion. Tony
4: Sip got to come in for a batter as to Francis Martez went the first five and two thirds. Sip came in, uh, faced a pinch hitter Josh Fagley and got him out. That was that was big for him.
3: It was with a runner on third. They had two shots to get to get him in, and 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 Martez did the first first positive thing and struck out Healy, and then. You know, I knew they were going to pinch hit for vote, and, and not only was that move for that, that particular at bat, it was also for later in the game against our right-handed pitching. Vote was going to be out of there, so proved to be a positive outcome for all of us. Uh, Tony's been better against righties and lefties anyway. It's nice to get him in there and, and have him do his job. Mentioning
4: Francis Martez, uh, second major league win and his second big league start, and you know, navigated his way through five and two thirds. Obviously, having the five run cushion uh, before he even took the mound really helped.
3: It did, and especially for a young pitcher who knows he can attack the strike zone, he doesn't have to be perfect. Um, they did chip away at him, you know, allowed themselves to get back into the game. But it was nice that, that that Martez was able to throw strikes, be the aggressor, do things that that you want a young pitcher to do, which is pound the strike zone.
4: Mike Fires going today, and he's been on quite a run. Pitched well enough to win against Boston, even though he got a no decision. But uh, Fires, you know, we've seen him with that curveball that's really been a big key. Didn't throw it as much against Boston, but was still able to pitch well.
3: Yeah, it was nice that that, that he's been able to work. On his on his stuff and get get him get on track while our rotation has been in flux. Right, he's he's done a great job of landing his breaking ball when he wanted to. Also put away pitches. It's opened up the entire strike zone for him when they have to deal with multiple pitches. Uh, he's been on quite a roll. We want him to continue that tonight. AJ Hinch, thanks for joining Go us. Ahead.
1: Diaz brings the hands together. Three two to Pender, and he lines that one. Leaping grab by Correa, and that is the ball game. Pender hit it hard, but Correa. Leaping with his six foot four frame and able to haul it in. Houston Astros score five in the first and they're able to pick up the eight to four victory. They've won two in a row to start this series in Oakland.
2: Welcome back to Ash Launch, everybody. This is Steve Sparks ahead of the third game of this series and the Oakland A's left-handed pitcher tonight, Sean Uh, First of all, thanks for catching up with us. Yeah, of course. Tell me your progression. You got called up to the major leagues last year. What did you learn last year? What are you trying to take into the games this year?
5: When I first got called
2: up, uh,
5: you know, there was a lot of stuff that I, uh, you know, need to learn really quick. And from, from what I've gained, uh, you know, over this uh, little over a year, you just you got to make really uh, little adjustments over, uh, you know, and be between each start and month to month and, and things like that you know when your body's feeling good or if it's not or you got to adjust your routines and things like that so there was a lot of uh growing pains uh, last year um first five starts i w- wasn't really like that good i wasn't like having confidence in myself and just things like that and once i settled things down and and uh you know, realized i could get guys out i did belong up here and that my stuff was good enough to get uh big league hitters out that helped me gain confidence in myself and and uh things started to turn around and I feel like I had a, a pretty, pretty
2: good rookie season. So I was uh, overall, you know, I was really happy with how things turned out. and wouldn't change it for the world. It's funny when I hear you say that when things settle down, because when I watch you and when a lot of people talk about you, they talk about how laid back you are. But inside, it's probably you're almost like a duck underneath water, huh? Yeah. You're, you're, you're paddling down there quickly. <laughs> yeah,
5: it's definitely uh, how I care of myself. I, yeah. uh, on the outside, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm really, really chill and, and don't really show much emotion, especially when I'm on the mound. but. Deep down, you know it's 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 in there, and, and you know there's a fire burning inside um, that that I take into each game, and, and uh, you know I definitely have that mentality that I'm going to get get you out no matter who you are, or what's been going on uh, for your season, so. Um, you know, it's definitely in there, but uh, I just throughout my whole life I've been taught to uh, not really show much emotion, especially like negative emotion. You, know? you don't want to give the, the other team uh, that that advantage, you know. And that you're that you're, yeah, you're kind of down on yourself. It's when they uh, pounce, yeah. It's I uh, you know I learned that really quick, and and uh, you got to go out there and. Uh, just believing in yourself and, you know, knowing that you're a, you're a boss,
2: I guess. You know, knowing that uh, you, you can't get these guys out. One of the hardest things I ever had to deal with in my career is when my pitching coach got fired during the course of a year. You guys lost your pitching coach this past week, Kurt Young, who was with the organization a long time. Uh, hurt. I, I would imagine, for you.
5: Yeah, it's uh, – he uh, – he was really, really great to me. Uh, you know, from the first time I met him, just really, really soft-spoken, and and it's uh, kind of how I uh, helped me. I, I felt like I um, just re- responded well to that, and um, you know, he just taught me so much. And, and uh, you know, I was really happy I got to work with him for a little over a year. And it was really unfortunate when uh, when I found out the news. But he's, uh, you know, he's a great guy, and I'm sure he'll uh, he's going to bounce back quick. It's it's not the end of the world. and... You know, I couldn't thank him uh, more than, than what he already did. And he's uh, a, a lot of the success that I had last year was because of him just trying to, in between starts, calming down and, and just talking, you know, baseball, pitching. And, and uh, he really, really taught me a lot. And, uh, and I'm glad he's uh, you know, my first pitching coach up in the big leagues.
2: Last thing with today's starting pitcher, Sean Manaya, I read that a couple of off-seasons ago, you got to go on a trip with your girlfriend uh, to Europe. You mm-hmm. got to see a lot of cities. What was your favorite stop?
5: Um, I'd have to say... Uh, probably Venice. We were only there for for one night. It was uh, we came from Florence, stopping Venice for a day, and then left that next morning to go to, uh, to Paris. But yeah, it was just really cool, you know, seeing taxis. They're they're not cars; they're boats. The firefighters use boats. It's just a completely different, uh, you know, world, world. Yeah, it's 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 really crazy. Uh, you know, a, a city was built on top of the water. Boats are the main transportation. But the whole whole experience was really really cool, and and yeah, uh, you know, just something. I uh, you know feel like I want to do in my life is uh, you know go out and experience the world and uh, just be confined to uh, just one space and, and uh, you know just chill
2: out. The the I feel like I gotta you know go out and experience the world. Sean Manaya, great to meet you, and uh, good luck the rest of the way. Thank you very much.
1: This has been a production. And whoever in this crowd wasn't standing before, well, they're getting to their feet now. Of the Houston Astros, this place is rocking right now. Radio Network.
0: Okay, picture this.